So, welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the Diplomacy Games podcast. And it's actually gotten louder in here. It's got much louder in here. Uh, I'm Ambi. I'm Kana. And welcome to our sixth episode. Um, I think we mentioned in the last episode that we were going to move to another location. We decided to stay here just for a drink. Yes, no, the ambience is quite good, and I just realised how quite loud, it could be quite loud. Very loud. Yeah, um, but the beer is good, and um, so what we were planning was uh, we'll get halfway. Have a pub crawl. And, and yeah, move on to another pub, so yeah, stay tuned, see where we end up. Follow us on Google Maps, whatever you guys do, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be interesting, yeah, 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 live streamers. Anyway, so um, we were very, very quickly talking during the interlude, and and Kana mentioned look, he's just recently had because we talked in the last episode how I had a uh, Who Controls America game that That's just right. finished, and then you say, oh, oh, by the way, I finished a, a Fog of War game recently. Yeah, that's right, and, and you... I've animated it. <laughs> well, it's, it's quite an easy process to do, and one day I'll, I'll walk you through it. But oh, um, so you're a technical genius, unlike myself. Oh no, it's not. It's not technical. It's, it's just using. Yeah. Basic, basic stuff, but um, I made an animation of it, and um, it, it's uh, who are you playing? Blind Wall, Less Draw. Um, who Blind, are sorry, Blind Wall, Less Draw. Is yeah, that the name this of the, is the name of the game. Oh, okay. um, oh god, I'm going to have to jump back. Um, actually, the only one that um, is unstupid. Um, unstupid. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is that the name of the other game? No, no, that's the name of the player. Oh, that's the player. Yeah, he's co-playing you and Bills. Um, oh, is he? Okay. Yes. There you go. Oh, well, I've got so many notices at the moment. Oh, God, here we go. Um, Buy more, sell less. Exactly, yeah, <laughs> you didn't see any of that. Move too fast. Um, here we are. So, oh, rappers. Oh, rappers! Yeah, yeah. Jeez, yeah. I haven't seen him for years. Um, Captain Pash, I've never met before. Chumbles. Captain Pash. Um, Chumbles has been. I wonder if he's a relation to Captain Meme. I don't know. <laughs> Captain Pash, what a name! Uh, yeah, it's a great one, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chumbles. That's a good Chumbles. name too. Yeah, Chumbles has been around for quite a while. I haven't met him in many, but you know, okay, he's, he's, a, he's a good player. Um, Tutu, oh, Tato. Um, indie glorious and unstupid. Unstupid. Okay. Um, so yeah, there I am. I'm playing Turkey. Congratulations on the win. Yeah. Um, although I have to say it was almost given to me. It really was. Um, throughout the game, uh, just these, these these random disbands, which just seemed to help me. Um, and 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 for me, I'm I'm, I'm kind of moving up to start off with and then all of a sudden uh, I'm moving through the Balkans Austria, Austria doesn't Austria doesn't look like it's existing then because yeah, there's only like Russia and Italy around just gone. I yeah, think you yeah. haven't have you paused it or you've just I just, I just paused it oh, okay. you know and I've got no, I had no competition in the Balkans from Austria which I thought yep. was strange to start off with and then you know and then Russia disbands Russia in Budapest Russia just disbands in Budapest and I thought oh, oh Oh, okay, righto. Oh, well, he must want me there. He must, he must be. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, and there's, there's you know, Austria pops back again, and um, you know, bam! All of a sudden, Sevastopol and Ukraine just banned. So I'm thinking, oh, here we go. He England, must be, he must England. Be attacked by England from the north. Yeah, England must be reaming him from the north. Yeah, you know, this must be some sort of German-England alliance going yep. on up there. Yep. Or, or, you know, I'm thinking, oh, geez. Um, and, and then next turn, and then next turn, I move up to Galicia, and Warsaw 
this German. This German, and I moved to Sevastopol, and Moscow's German. And I think, oh my god, this is this is Germans, Germans everywhere. This is 1904. Germany must be like going spastic over in the English Isles to, to, to get these, you know, these crazy things. Um, but those, that, that series of disbands is basically giving me those supply centres. So you're saying you didn't earn it? Well, it was too easy to be earned. I, I didn't really feel like I really. I, I'm glad it was just. A, I'm glad it was just um, points per supply centre and, and not winner take all. Because I don't think I don't think it would have been fair for you to win, take the winner take all yeah, on that no, one. That's right. That's right. And then you oh, know, look, we were right. England was just, in St Petersburg. Well, actually, you moved there just the season before I moved to Moscow. So okay. But um, you know, and this takes the cake. This one actually won it for me. Um, there you go. St. Petersburg wasn't even defended. In fact, he was sitting there. That was his last supply centre. Oh, really? Yeah. And, um, yeah, at the same time, I take Munich, and Italy moves away from me, allowing me to take that, essentially. They didn't even really compete. And, and, and so, you know, I feel great having a win, but I feel like it was kind of... Um, it was hollow victory. It was a hollow victory. Um, you know, I had fun, but... You know, I, I think. Oh, look! Any look, a winner is a win. A win is a win. A win is a win. Yeah, and I had, it's, I had a lot of it's good. Good for the self-esteem to get a win. But <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. so speaking of speaking of, of self-esteem, everything like that. I think what the what we're going to talk about in the first part of the podcast today is about the variant modern. Yes. And uh, this is one of the variants that not only is on V diplomacy, but it's also one of the, the big variants over on web diplomacy. Uh, In fact, it was one of the ones that was um, extensively playtested on V diplomacy before even being ported. Oh, okay. Across, yeah. So I think it was a year or two ago that they um, brought in a couple of extra um, variants yep. to um, to play the the, uh, the, the the American Empire was ported and so it was modern. Yeah. Yes. So not the crazy world diplomacy nine with penguins. No, we've talked about it on 50 million other yeah. occasions, so we better stop taking the. Stop, better stop kicking that one. Yes, no, no, no. That's, um, it'll happen in its own time, I'm sure. You reckon? In fact, aren't you going to a, um, a, a, a dipcom down in Melbourne then? Uh, maybe, maybe not. <laughs> oh, I, I, kind of, I put up my hand and said, yeah, 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 I'll go. And everyone's going, yeah, you're coming. And then I went, oh, actually, I just realised there's a shitload of stuff I need to get done before I go down there, and I really don't know if I can commit to it for about another two more weeks until I've got over a hump of stuff. Oh, so okay. I've got over part of that hump. There's other bits of the hump to go. Totally non, non-diplomacy related. Just real life. Just real life shit yep. I need to kind of yep. get sorted. Yep. So... Um, I'd like to be able to go to that one, but uh, this is a game. This is a face-to-face game down in Melbourne. Yeah, it's a, a well, it's a tournament, isn't it? Like a yeah, group. it's called PoppyCon. Yes. No, I'd, I'd have to go to a dog, myself. I think. I'm, I'm off to Tasmania around that time, so can't I can't do it. Yeah. Unfortunately, oh, well. we'll see how it goes. And look, one of the things I, I would look forward to if I can make it down there is I know that ATM Can is playing. Yes. Uh, being a Melbourne Mel- Melbourne boy, so um, we might have another interview happening there. Hey, good idea. Yeah. Hey, you actually have to ask him if the um, initials ATC stand for anything. Well, that's what Juice. You know, you know like how we did last time we talked about Juice? Juice yeah. is, is actually his initials. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> But you know, I, 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 he's going to this, isn't he? Uh, uh, in Cairns. Yeah, yeah, I believe so. Yeah, oh, that'd be great. Get a chance to have, have a chat. But anyway, right. we digress. Back to modern. So modern um, is set in 1940, 
1994. Is it 1994, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 1994. Okay. 94? Yeah, I'm sure. Um, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, it is. So it was created yeah. by Vincent Mouse? Moose? Sorry, sorry, Vincent, if we got your name wrong. And adapted for um, web diplomacy and V diplomacy by Kerry Jensen and, of course, Oliver Orth, who Ollie is the um, the main admin over at V diplomacy. Oh, he's the owner of he's the you know the site. Well, yeah, he's also the yeah. owner, admin, head honcho, yeah. dude who does supremo, you know, godlike, stuff. wonderful stuff. Yes, yeah. Um, and so, uh, essentially, if you're actually playing with ten players, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and you need 33 supply centres to win on the map. Yep. Yep. Um, well, one of the big things, I suppose, that's different to, to Classic, but and uh, you know, many other games now have this, particularly in V Diplomacy, is it's build anywhere. So uh, when you kind of expand outwards, you're not necessarily constricted just to your home supply centres to build new um, units, and yep. that can come in obviously very, very handy. Well, depending um, yeah. on how you play it, you know, I'm in the middle of my game at the moment. I'm getting absolutely ringed. I'm playing Egypt. I'm just getting destroyed. Which, which game is this? In modern? Yeah, I'm oh, playing okay. a modern game at the moment, and um, yeah, I'm just getting my ass handed to on oh. a platter. Unfortunate. Um, I know. You know, I'm <laughs> What can you do? Um, this is platter coming out. Sit on my Anyway. Um, and then I thought, oh yeah, okay, I might just check the statistics. How well does Egypt actually go? How well does he go? Well, it actually goes quite well. Except it's, it's, when, it's, when it's you playing. Except it. when it's me. Obviously, I've got... <laughs> well, yeah, I guess... Oh, it must be one of those countries that if you draw, you know you're going to go, go bad, like Austria or, yep. you know, Italy's a perennial favourite of yep. hate. You know, I, mean, I, know oh, I hate playing. I hate playing Italy, but yes, we know other players do it and do it very, very well. So I always hate Italy. I always hate Austria. But anyway. anyway, but you finished a game recently, didn't you? No, you finished the game. No, oh, I, 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 I'm, I'm getting my ass kicked <laughs> in the game. <laughs> All right, um, the modern game on, over on, on over on the uh, web diplomacy server. That's correct. Um, I I got a partial ass. Whipping, but not a bad one. So I survived. I got a part of the draw. Oh yeah, oh that's a always a good thing. Very good thing. Get, get a survival. Uh, considering yep. that realistically, it was more than likely that um, Turkey was going to solo this. So the game in question over on Web Diplomacy was called Real Debate for All Two. Uh, it was a a really intriguing game. Hang on, did I see that? Was that public only? Public press? Yes, it was public press only. Okay, so that means you can only publish um, uh, uh, messages so that everyone can see it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So um, it was all about, I suppose, that whole juxtaposition of how do you kind of, I mean, and we've talked about this before within gunboat games, how do you kind of communicate without words? So you have a certain stuff you're obviously saying in, in the public press that everyone can kind of say, but you're kind of hoping some of your allies can read between the lines and interpret exactly what they need to do yeah yeah but often people are a bit thick including myself uh and don't usually pick that type of stuff up unless it's over i've played a few public press games before um 
And I always do absolutely terrible at it. In fact, I don't think I've even drawn in any public press conference. I may have, um, but I just find it a nightmare, you know, trying to keep up with all the messaging. How, how I mean, so there's 10 people messaging her all the time. Um, how intense was that? Um, look, it wasn't too bad. I mean, it's kind of similar to, to most... Okay, with, with 10 players on the board... You start getting into that same situation you see often in 901 or World War Four, where players in your immediate vicinity will obviously message you and talk to you a lot. Yep. Um, you may get very much at the very beginning, in the early part of the game, the neighbours of your neighbours might message you. So in this game, I was playing Poland. So it wouldn't be unusual at all for me to kind of get maybe in the very, very early game you know, something coming through from, say, France, saying, hey, how can we maybe work together against our mutual neighbour, Germany? Yes. Okay? Um, but, you know, you wouldn't expect to receive something from Spain because he's just too fucking far away. Uh, too much of a headache to... Like Egypt, you know what I mean? Too far away, not really worth having a conversation about. So um, it's a relatively fair number of messages you can kind of manage, I felt. Um, but, you know, this was... Again, public press, so you just got to scan through it and try to work out, oh, well, does this relate to me? Does this not relate to me? I was in a... a, a in this particular game, I made a very, very strong alliance early on with Germany, which, as we kind of see looking at the end of the game... Yeah, I see there's no, there's, there's, uh, there there's is like no Germany one left. territory left, and that's, um, Bosnia. you know, Bosnia, which, which hasn't is, got a supply centre yeah, on yeah. it. Um, so, um, yeah. what happened there? Well, uh, Germany NMR'd a lot. <laughs> oh, okay. And he, he wouldn't do the decency just to CD and have someone take him over. Well, I trust you to pick the, uh, you know, the, 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 the worthwhile allies there, Andy. Oh. <laughs> it was like, I had a choice between going straight with Germany and sticking with Germany or um, partnering up with France to, you know, split Germany. Okay. Okay. Yep. And um, and maybe to a certain extent a little bit of England at the time. But I made a, uh, a decision. I thought, oh no, no, look, my my buddy, my buddy Germany. We've had kind of we've been best buds all the way through. Stick together. Um, it's one of those things where you go, okay, everything will be right. And then you kind of wake up the next morning. And you go, oh shitty NMR. And then you kind of go, okay, well I can I can come back from this as long as he kind of gets his act together. Yep. And you know he doesn't CD. And he came back and he was chatting and everything. And this is the thing that's a bit annoying. When a player is obviously checking, just talking, they're likeable. engaging. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but even if they're not likeable, you know, if provided they're actually playing, you think, oh, they're playing, I can work with this person. Okay, yeah. And then he'd NMR, NMR again. So for anyone who's new, who hasn't never played diplomacy, NMR... No moves received. No moves received. So it's like yeah. you're turning up. But you but haven't actually not, put in orders. Yeah. You know, you're, you're, you're just waiting for everyone else to buy your share. Yeah. But, you know, never so, comes on. You, know, and I you, never, you never put in yourself. And, and the global nature of playing um, diplomacy online, obviously, is you have that risk of, well, you know, the game goes over into the next turn at about 4 o'clock in the morning my time. And, you know, you go to bed at, I don't know, whatever your, your bedtime is. Yeah. And you think, oh, look, there's still hours and hours and hours. He'll come good. He'll put in. I'm not going to be a bastard and, and stab him and take those undefended SCs because he'll be there and then I'll look like a real dick. And then I've lost my my only constant ally. And he doesn't turn up. And then he doesn't turn up. And it's like, <laughs> oh. So France kind of took over a whole heap of them. England took over a whole heap of them. So my one and truly 
decent ally was a bit of a problem. Um, actually, France ended up being a decent ally after that, but the yep. issue was he was getting carved up by England. Oh. Um, well, I see. I mean, there's a sliver of France. Well, I say a sliver, but, you know, he's, he's probably twice the size of Ukraine. What happened there? I mean, you bought a Ukraine to start off with. I'll get to the Ukraine later. Okay. okay. So, um, but basically, later on, France was, was being buddies with me, and and anyway, it didn't, didn't stop uh, Juggernaut, that was coming, not Juggernaut, but, uh, you know, a, a concerted English move. Okay. So, right. the English player in this particular game was um, Dagab Zero, and Dagab is um, one of the best players within the web diplomacy space. Yeah? Yep. What's so he ranked at? He's ranked number 14 out of over 13,000 players. <laughs> okay, so... Not, to, <laughs> not surprisingly, not to, not he, to he played really, really well. Yeah, okay. No NMRs from, uh, from England. No, no, he's, no, he's on top of his game. So, um, that being said, he wasn't the best player on, the, on this particular board. Turkey, overwhelmingly, was the... Uh, the superior player. Turkey did well to um, obliterate uh, Austria very, very early on with Ukraine. Yes. Uh, he then also basically formed a, a tight, tighter than a, I don't know, uh, monkey's ass. Monkey's ass. That would do it. <laughs> he had a tighter than a monkey's ass relationship with Ukraine, okay. and Ukraine was just like was never going to stab him, even though Ukraine started getting eaten up by Turkey. Oh, you know, just give me another supply centre so I can, you know, expand yeah. a bit more in the Mediterranean. It's all right, buddy. I'm that's on your right. friend. Yeah, 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 that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And, like, let's, right. let's get closer and closer and closer to the solo. Yes. And the amount of times that, you know, I said, I mean, I tried to make peace with Ukraine. And he just, and I was like, look, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'm going to, because he and I got into a fight very early on. Obviously, being, I was Poland, he's yes. Ukraine, we're neighbours, we have a, if I made an alliance with Germany, I'm naturally going to be looking towards the east. Yes. And um, so from that point of view, actually, it's all about Austria. There's no Austria in this game. It's modern. <laughs> Earlier on, I said, yeah, Austria yeah, got eaten yeah, up yeah, by... Yeah, yeah, well, sorry, what, yeah. What, what, you're talking what, about the Balkan the area yeah, where modern-day Austria would modern, be. Yeah, 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 if, yeah. if the Austro-Hungarian Empire was still around in the 1900s, 1990s. But anyway... Um, <laughs> Yeah, so I started, region, getting, yeah. I started getting into a fight very, very early on with Russia. Fortunately, um, Ukraine was fighting Russia. Turkey was kind of starting to move up that way. Russia fell very, very quickly. I was actually at the time supportive of England coming into Murmansk. I actually said, hey, you take Murmansk. We'll, be, you know, we'll get on well. Everything will be cool. That's and Murmansk, which is the northern, not Murmansk. Which is what it sounded like. Um, let, let me let, let me jump in here. And and what what was Egypt doing? Because he looks like he's done a cana and just you know top died. Um, look, he he actually made a very very concerted effort. If you can kind of see part of his his remnants went all the way up to Azerbaijan. Oh, he got all the way up there. Right he actually up, got yeah. into Iran. He kind of had quite a bit of control here, but um, because Turkey was doing so well. And had obviously created that that alliance with um, Ukraine because Ukraine was pretty much going mostly into the Balkans. Okay. It meant right. that Turkey and Ukraine, provided they continued to trust each other, gave Turkey the opportunity to move move south okay. and yep. wipe out Egypt without any without any issues. And Egypt would have just uh, Italy would have just followed. Italy, Italy, just. Italy had a, a very hard uh, game this one because. Um, 
very, very early on, France just like went hammer and tong at him from the beginning. Okay, right. And um, whilst England went hammer and tong straight into Spain, and um, you know, as I said before, I went to Russia and, and whatever. So there must have been some sort of you know friendliness between France and England to deal with Spain, right? Was that? Was yeah, they, they seemed to go on okay at the beginning, but yeah. um, you know, things broke down a little bit later on, as you can kind of see. Um, it got a little bit worse when I decided to stab England and take Murmansk <laughs> off him when it was undefended. <laughs> and I kind of, I must admit, in, in hindsight, no, I, I kind of made a bit of a bullshit excuse up to, um, to Dagaz, who was England at the time, saying, well, I did actually say you can go into it. I didn't say it's for yours forever. And look, he, he rightfully said, well, maybe if we were such good friends, you should have said... Look, now I need it now for a bit. Can we swap it? Can we trade it? Oh, I mean, that is a wonderful diplomatic response. What do you expect from a man who's like, you know, in the top 1% of of, of WebDip? So, long story short, that kind of created a problem when I now had a a war against Ukraine and now I kind of picked up a fight, unfortunately, with England. And around that time, Journey went, and kind of went, I'm not playing no more. I'm just going to turn up and make some... You, you do pick your time in here, but I've noticed it. You do, you do. Um. It's, it's either just like plain sailing or it's just total shit-out stuff, you know? It's very that's, rarely that's in the middle. Of, that's part of the joy of it. Uh, anyway, so, anyway. so um, I tried kind of uh, many, many occasions. Once, once I started having a fight then with... Um, with England, I started trying to make peace with, with Ukraine. Yes. And I started saying, look, I'll show you how legitimate I am, because we've been kind of just, you know, having like literally barroom balls, just drunken guys, just one punch one, after another, after another. It's like, no one's bloody winning this. So I said, look, I'll show you, look, I'll, I'll stop attacking. Let's have some, you know, let's, let's make peace. Let's kind of come up with a, a different strategy. And bear in mind, this is all in, you know, in public. Can read. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, of course, that didn't happen. And he just all kept sending me haymakers from left and right. Um, anyway, meanwhile, everyone's kind of fighting with each other, and Turkey's just going steamrolling throughout the whole board. Turkey's going, gobble, 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 gobble. <laughs> no, no. Sorry, bad joke. Bad pun. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. And um, meanwhile, also eating up bits of Ukraine. And we're going, what? And like, both myself and France and then England started joining, going, Ukraine, get your act together. You know, this isn't a, this isn't a friend. This is like, Actually, it takes me back to our conversation, our podcast, when we were talking around the very first episode on, on No World 901. Okay, yes. And we were talking about the way, at the time, uh, who was Shubhavar at the time? I kept... you, you were playing Turan, and was... you were um, playing with... Uh... Was it, it Roughhouse or someone else? No, it wasn't Roughhouse. It was... Um... Oh, no. Oh, no. Anyway... I refuse to play with him. Anyway, <laughs> you weren't meant to say that on tape. No, we'll go back and edit that, that out. Maybe. We'll edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so for that particular particular game, I think I mentioned the idea of you know I had to kind of make an alliance and kept inviting him into my territories just to kind of stay alive. 
Uh, I kind of maybe might look at it for a little bit later. But anyway, no, no, I'll, I'll look it up. I'll look it up. I know. But you do that whilst I start keep yep, talking, yep, and you yep, can yep, kind yep. of occasionally interject. Make sure anyway. you delete that bit. <laughs> so anyway, the game continued, and uh, Ukraine just wouldn't wouldn't make that connection. So it got to the point when literally Turkey was Retilian. Retilian, yes. It was Retilian, you're right. It is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so, let's go um, back to this game. So back to this game. So Turkey played by uh, Swegdin? Swig, Swig, Swig. Yeah, SW3DGIN. So I guess that's Swegdin. Swegdin? Swegdin? Swig, I don't know. Swig. Actually, it's not even an I. It's an exclamation mark. Yeah. SW3DG exclamation mark N. Right. And France is played by 0K, 0K, 0. 0, yeah. And Ukraine is played by Jeff. Heffy. Heffy. Spanish for boss. Oh. There we go. There we go. Learn something new every day. Well, you know, I did say I'm trying to learn Spanish. Oh, you are. Yeah. How's that going? Slowly. (laughs) Don't tell you in that episode I'm also trying to learn Russian. Oh my god, I mean... <laughs> that's, that's harder. How are you going with the Cyrillic alphabet? I'm okay, actually, I'm, I, it's Cyrillic. No, it's Cyrillic. It's Cyrillic! <laughs> Is it? Yes! I suppose you're learning it. Well, the reason I'm doing Cyrillic. Russian... The reason I'm doing Russian is I did a year of Russian at university. I've gone all my life thinking it was Cyrillic. No. They're not like things that whales eat. They're not cruel. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, that's a moray. That's a moray. I went for half of my life thinking of talking about an eel. <laughs> no, I seriously thought that they were singing about a moray eel. Talking about seafood pizzas. That's a moray. Yeah, no, and it sort of clicked that, you know, a moray was, you know, love. But, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you just... I plan to. Yes. <laughs> anyway, so um, yeah, back to it. Back to the game. Eventually, the way that Turkey kept eating up Ukraine, and it became plainly obvious to all the players that Ukraine wasn't going to um, budge. We had a, an amazing situation where England, who had been a long-term now advers- adversary of both myself and France, we made peace. Okay. And this was the great thing, I think, about um, Dagaz. He kind of was practical enough to realise that we can keep having brawls all the way through this, or we could um, make peace. And we made peace, and everything was good. And as a result of that, got to a situation where very, very quickly we created the right type of not quite perfect stalemate lines, but it appeared to be making progress against Turkey, and Turkey pressed the draw button. Oh, wow. So Turkey pulled the draw. Turkey pulled the draw, yeah. even though um, he was well and truly approaching 25. the win. So he needed, what, eight more supply centres. But, but uh, look, look, even mate, though it's a t- draw... I'll tell you what, though, if, if, I, was a, if I was an inexperienced um, player, or, you know, hadn't been around for that long, and, you know, I'm playing against a player who's in the top 1%, and all of a sudden I'm doing, you know, really well... You'd be tempted to hit the draw button, wouldn't you? Like, yeah, is, is yeah. this going to turn around and hit me? That's true. I guess the thing about that, though, is... And this is the the thing that 
one of the reasons I wanted to play this on WebDip as opposed to VDip was the different way that the scoring system works. Oh, uh, yes. So. so obviously exactly what you just said within VDip applies. Okay. It'd be like, hey, I've got a chance to do better than someone who's far, 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 far better than me on the rankings. That's going to pull up my ranking. Well, just, no. But they Guarantee don't have this... my survival. Essentially, yeah, you know, true. I mean, it could be like you'd be crashed. But they don't have that same scoring system over in WebDip. Oh, and in okay. fact, the one thing I was surprised about was they use this whole sum of score, sum of squares scoring system. Well, how does that work? Uh, look, you can probably talk to someone who does understands maths better, but I think it's pretty much a case of whatever your number of. It's, it's some type of complex thing where the number, depending on the number of supply centers in the game, yeah. I think you then kind of apply a square to that. So, as we just said before, there were how many supply centers in the game? For this one, there's a total of 64. So, whatever 64 is squared is the total number of supply center points. And then, depending on how many points you get... So, for example, with Turkey, he got a total of 25 supply centers... So there's some type of strange magical mathematical equation that I don't understand. I'm not even going to try to explain. But then 25 would be squared. And then there's some apportioning going on. So even though it was a draw, and normally within the VDIP space, a draw would mean whoever survived gets the same number of points. Well, for a winner-take-all winner-take-all game, right? I thought it also applied for points for supply centres. No, PPCS is different. If everyone draws on a PPCS... Really? No. I thought a draw is a draw, everyone gets the same. God, it's been so long since I played PPCS. Yeah, I see, I play PPCS yeah. all the time. I don't play Winner Take All very often. But pretty much everything over in um, WebDip now automatically defaults to Winner Take All. There's no, there's no PPCS. Which is a good thing, I think. Uh, I like PPCS. Oh, you lightweight. Well, you know, it, it encourages you to... to to, to, okay, yes. Winner take all encourages the win. That's fantastic. PPCS obviously encourages you to go, well, I'm not going to quite make the win, so how about I come up with a draw? Nah, well, you know, we, we, if just, you can't we just win, to these guys who played the... this, you know, this, this whopping very big tournament game. Yeah. It lasted for God knows how long. And, you know, winning is a, a, a different... different goals that you set yourself for what is a win you know, for a person you might be a survivor is a win yeah yeah. I mean this whole I know it goes right back to the dark old days of web diplomacy when it was, or PHP diplomacy back when it was on Facebook yep they had to have some way to stop people from joining you know 500 games at once and sinking in all of them alright so they used the points to you know try and slow that down a bit um I don't know. I think the whole discussion about ratings and points, it's kind of superfluous. You know, the idea is to have a good old game, don't you think? Oh, look, I agree. You know, I, agree. Look, I agree, but for fun. Look, speaking as a player who at one point in time was actually at the very top of the Hall of Fame rank, literally number one in the Hall of Fame yes, rankings you were, you were, on VDIP, until, until they changed the scoring system... <laughs> I kind of, I can see why scoring systems can, you know, make people get so passionate. Because if you're on top of the scoring system, there's no incentive for you to change the scoring system. And if you're at the bottom, it's like, well, 
Yeah, I can say I just like playing a game. Don't you really want to kind of go up in the scoring system? Oh, I suppose sneakily I check the Hall of Fame once every couple of days. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. You. No, no, I, Mind you, at I, the moment I'm in so many bloody unrated games, it doesn't really matter. I, I mostly play unrated games now because of their, I find them more fun. Uh, look, I think there's, there's horses for courses. Mm. Certain games really do lend themselves to unrated, and certain games really lend themselves to a rated game. Yes. Well, I guess you're just going to have to go with it. Um, but you know, back to back to yeah, back to modern. So modern. Um, so you actually got a, a big old um, end of game statement. Yeah, from I, England, I, I, I got awesome. in touch with Dag Abs, who, who was the that that fantastic player I mentioned before, number fourteen on WebDip as of time of recording, and he's a uh, not surprisingly with that amount of uh, gameplay and his positioning in the rankings, he has a fair amount of experience. So twenty yeah. plus years playing, playing, yeah, which is amazing. But yet he only discovered WebDip three years ago. Okay, all right. I think I signed up about twenty ten. I don't know when you were there. Well, around the same time, I used to knock around with um, Diplomacy 2000. It's a uh, you know play by email system. Um, must have been about oh, 2008, 2009. I would have found WebDip. Yeah, anyway, check back in on it. But yeah. So one of the things he talks about because when he raised with me, I said, look, you know, I, I had a look at his games and what he was playing. I said, well. Why this particular game? Why modern and everything like that? And one of the things that he mentioned I thought was really, really interesting was he found that for a lot of the classic games that are often played within WebDip, all too often it becomes a bit of a France-Germany show. A France-Germany show? Yep. Huh. So, um, that way they kind of, someone, either France or Germany gets big and they kind of smash everybody and it becomes a bit of a, a disjointed game. In ancient he felt the um, inverse type happened where the ancient okay, Mediterranean yeah. map he felt that Egypt and Rome tends to get smashed really really early on so he ended up going towards modern games as being the more balanced and interesting version of what's going on within yep. diplomacy because yep. at the end of the day I think his view is there's no point kind of playing the same type of game over and over and over again if you're going to get just ever so slight variations on the outcome that's fair so um, you know the player size we talked about being 10 players makes it a little bit interesting it allows for a little bit of aggressiveness but also allows you to be a little bit more conservative when you need to pull back at times Um, and with this particular game being public uh Messaging, he kind of felt that would be, you know, an interesting take interesting to kind of go take. on things. Yeah, 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 sure. Um, so I wanted just to kind of read a little bit about his take because I've now given you my version of, of the board and how I interpreted things. So I'm just going to read a couple of paragraphs here. Kana, feel free to jump in. If there's something in here, you go, oh, that's interesting. Or I'd like to okay, yeah, ask a little bit about it, and yep, then I'll, yep. I'll pretend to put on his hat and put on a funny voice, or I don't know. Yeah, so we'll go from there. Yeah. So Dagaz went on to say, but this particular, this specific game was most enjoyable all the way through, except for the fact that the many German players only—I thought there was only one German player. Maybe they CD'd all the time. Maybe he's including you in that as polo. Well, because I was popping him up all the time. And well, you're sort of Slavic, you know, I mean, you're close to German. Oh, was it, was I think CD there's a slight variation between... Oh, no, without no, no, without no, getting into racial differences between oh, Slavic you know, people and like area. That, but, um, 
Well, was there actually several different German players? I thought there was only one, but maybe I got that wrong. I have to double check. Okay. Anyway. Anyway. So anyway, there were. Okay, this guy's far more adept, so he's probably got it right. And I probably fucked up again. So he went on to say there was in fact two different CDs and over a dozen NMRs in that nation alone. Yeah, so it must be Germany. Yeah. Yeah. So obviously I didn't do very well picking my allies again. Again. Um, yeah. Among the well, earlier, we established that. Didn't we? I think we'd established that in episode one. Reinforced it at number two, three, four, five. <laughs> <laughs> Among the early alliances, the immediate French-German partnership was the main one that jumped out to me due to the personal regional differences. As Britain, I did not feel the need to speak out, uh, sorry, seek out any early allies, so I chose to remain a lone wolf. I was slowly conquering Spain and had a foothold in Scandinavia as well. Hit, sorry, hat tip to you for having crippled Russia. There yeah. we go. Yeah. Yeah. It was a nice gesture for you to originally offer me Mamansk. And I quickly accepted, since I felt it was high time to have an ally. It was, I was very much enjoying my battle against a strong French-German wall. Actually, I didn't say one thing. Actually, one thing I hadn't said to you was, I was trying to, at the time, be friends with Germany and England. Oh, yeah. Okay. Never a good thing. Okay. Anyway, right. something's going to go wrong. Something's so, going to go wrong. I, I go back to Dagash. I was very much enjoying my battle against a very strong French-German wall. And that extra build was just what I felt I needed to gain an advantage against them. As the game progressed, I felt comfortable in leaving Mermans unoccupied and moving two full spaces away from it. <laughs> then, just as I was about to finally break through into Germany, I was just dismayed to see you retake Mermans without alerting me. Since I was already sailing through Scandinavia en route to Germany, I decided to turn a portion of my naval strength east to mount an attack against Poland in the Baltics. Oh, okay. Damn, damn, damn. We quickly, quickly formed a stalemate on that front, but by that stage in the game, there were only four and a half legitimate players left. Turkey, along with his protectorate nation, Ukraine, France, <laughs> and the two of us. Turkey was quickly uh, passing 20 SCs, and even as I was finally breaking into France, I realised that my previous chance of beating Turkey to the solo was impossible. France pointed out that the only thing I would accomplish by continuing to wipe him out would be to give Turkey who had already taken over all of Italy and was attacking France in the southeast, an easy solo. He was in desperate straits and also quite right, so I immediately ceased my hostility against him and you, and the three of us made peace to turn a combined effort against the Turkish Ukrainian, or Turkey Ukraine. And the rest, they say, is history. Um, I actually went on to ask him a little bit about just separately around well playing this and the fact that he does actually play a fair number of variants within right. WebDip yes. instead of just classic all the time. Yep. And said, Well, how come not VDIP? Yeah. Good why, question. If you why? like variants, why not pop over there? Yeah. And he said, Look, I've always personally had the habit of trying to master a certain strategy, game or puzzle before moving on to the next game or puzzle or activity. So I think that's the only reason I haven't got around to exploring VDEP variants yet, but I certainly plan to in the near future. Oh, wonderful. So there we are. Yeah, we might have a new visitor over at VDEP. We might indeed. A new contender for the uh, Hall of Fame there, Andy. Yeah. Well, geez, well, I mean, a player it. of I mean, his calibre, if he starts playing over in VDEP... <laughs> How many points does the guy have? It's 13,000. He's played at the moment within WebDip. I mean, he's only been there, as you said, for three years. Three years. And in three years, he's won 99 games, drawn 141 games, survived 181, been defeated 183, and resigned once in civil disorder four times. Wow, those are impressive stats. And I appreciate his take on the map. 
you yeah. know, I mean, that was, um, that was a nice little succinct kind of end of game statement, really. Yeah. So, so, I have to see him soon on VDIP. Yeah, and again yeah. on WebDIP. Oh, Unless, of course, yeah. I mean, against him in the 2016 the wish championship, you know, in which case, yeah. that's right, off of his head. Off his head. So, all right, thanks, Dagabs. Is that my saying that right? I don't know. Dagabs, Dagabadabs, So, before we go on further, shall we? Um, I've just got a little skerrick of wine, so I'll yes. just quickly drink that. You've already finished your beers. I've finished, yes. We'll press pause. And move on to the next place. We'll pub crawl to the next place, and then we'll pick up on... Uh, Sopwith. The Sopwith, yes. So, speak again soon. And we're back. And we've moved uh, locations. Totally different locations. We kind of went to one pub and it was too loud for recording, so we'll have to put that one down to maybe next time. Yeah, it looks like a nice little uh, nice little hole in the wall there. So we're in another hole in the wall, which is John Mills himself. And I haven't mentioned... Yeah, it's actually called that, you know, John Mills himself. Um, when Ambie told me the name of the place, I thought, Tom Mills. Does he know Tom Mills? No, John Mills. John Mills. Yeah. Yeah. Himself. Himself. Yeah. The, re- cool yeah. the reason it's... I don't know if you know. You wouldn't know from the way we came in. We came in through the, the tradesman's entrance, basically. The front of the building's the other side of the street. Oh, okay. And literally, it's got on the very... It's like the building next door is like, I don't know, Robert Lewis and Nephews. And yeah. this is like the, this is old school stuff from like a hundred years ago, and then whoever must have run the the business here had just John Mills himself. Oh, okay. So yeah. the building has it, and they've named this particular place, which is just like brew coffee shop by day, bar by night. And they've actually got a mural on the um, the, the footpath there in hexagons. It's pretty cool. Himself. The thing, the other thing about this place, which. Um, is really interesting is it takes very much a or like a locavore view of the world so it basically sources all of its uh, ingredients within 250 k's of Brisbane hey that's cool yeah. so all the drinks are within 250 k of Brisbane well I'm, I'm drinking an Irish black stout so it mustn't be Irish it must be it must have been like in an the spirit, Irish recipe spirit of the Irish recipe yeah. yeah 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 whilst mine is actually a Queensland wine for once which Queensland is not very well renowned for Renowned for wines. No. So I haven't even tried it yet. Let's do a cheers. Yes, no cheers and let us know. So how's the wine? It's alright, not bad. Oh, it's good. Oh, it's good news to a Queensland wine. Really? And my my beer's just, you know, awesome. So the only thing they actually have here that's not local within 250k, so the only um, variation they allow for that is that some of their spirits have to still still be sourced within Australia. So, like, oh, their whiskies yes. are sourced from Tasmania and things like they that. They can't get their Bundaberg rum from in this area. No, actually, Bund- I think, oh, yeah, I think Bundaberg might be just over the 250k mark. But yeah, you're probably hitting... Um, Gimpy. Bam- uh, no, probably Maribyrn. Yeah, Bundy's yeah. about 300 away. About that, yeah. yeah. Mm. Oh, that's a pretty little... It's a nice little bar. Yeah, yeah. cool. So, we're on to Sopwith. Yes, okay, so... Um, Sopwith is a game of six players, and each player takes on the persona of a fighter pilot in World War One. Yeah, I can see you're liking this already, hey? Oh, I'm, I'm in, except for, yes, kind of. Let's keep going. It's played on a hexagon board, so there's uh, it's six by, well, it's a series of hexagons, um, six sides, and um, these these grey blobs that you see in the middle of these ball of the board 
those are clouds. Okay? You can't fly through clouds. You can fly through them. If you fly, if you fly into them, you lose one health point. Health point. Okay. Yes. And everyone starts off with um, sixteen health points and a full complementary of ammo. Right. Right. Now each turn takes place over three moves. Three moves. Yes. Not two. No, three moves. So turn one, you have turn one, move one, turn one, move two, turn one, move three, and then it goes to turn two. So um, the first turn, um, everyone's on their airports, and they uh, take off, essentially. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, Now, you've got a series of orders you can make in your turns. You can um, move ahead, you can turn left, you can slip left, and you can see um, up here. Sorry, what's the difference between left and slip left? So turn left actually turns your aeroplane to point a different oh, direction. Different. Okay, gotcha. And slip left actually moves to so that like you hexagon. Just kind of, yeah, move a little bit. That doesn't yeah, really work. Yeah. Well. So you're still moving hexagons, but you slide to the left. You bank left. Your angle banking. Yes, correct. Yeah, banking would be better. Um, you bank left, or you actually turn your aeroplane. Either way, you sort of move forward to the right on the aeroplane. Um, likewise with the right turn and bank slip. You know, your, your bank right turn, right slip. Okay. And there's a thing called an immobile turn, immobile turn um, which is only available to um, aces. Um, and I'll get into that later. Okay, good. All right. Now, each turn, just like diplomacy, right, you, em- you PM your game master and say in turn one move one I want my aeroplane to move forward one A one I want it to turn left LT and I want it to right turn so to sort of go ahead turn left turn right yep yep Yep. and everyone does this at the same time so it's a simultaneous um, thing thing right so every turn everyone's entered these um, orders so let's go to the second oh the clouds moved yeah at the end of every turn the clouds move okay yep how does that work well is it like random computer thing well this is all um, hand adjudicated on um, GIMP like Photoshop so one thing we should probably be very very clear is this Sopwith isn't something which is like out of the box you can find it no it's not been programmed as a variant on no 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 no. you have to have someone who's keen to actually GM it who has a bit of um, nous as to how to um, work a photo editing software okay. for it to work. Yep. Okay? Yep. Um, how many games of software have there been? Oh, there's been about four games. Just within VDIP? In VDIP. Okay. Um, unfortunately, a lot of it's lost because when the wiki fell down, we lost a lot of that um, the files that were stored on it. Um, This was something that I had stored on my desktop, on my hard drive, um, and I'm able to sort of re... uh, It's kind of awkward. Um, Sort of re-emerge it from the dust. But the players of this game was um, Guroz, Bozo, Sand Goose, Double Caps, um, Blockstone, and Raro. Right. Jeez. So, so a good, bu- good bunch of good, names, good right? bunch of players. And so, because um, there's there's six players on the board yeah. and one GM, we just um, grab a standard diplomacy map. Yeah. 
and use that for uh, player communication, just yep, like yep, it would yep. be in a normal map only. Yep. Um, it's actually happening on another board. Gotcha. Okay. Now the other thing that can happen is um, you have you can fire. You can fire to your left. You can fire forward, or you can fire right. And depending on the distance of um, hitting another player, how much damage that does. Okay. If you're in an adjacent hex, you do minus. You do three damage. Two hexes away, you do two hex two damage. Three hexes away, you do one damage. Okay. Yep. So you can see here, um, it's uh, Sand Goose has fired successfully to his left, um, damaging um, double caps. Double yep. caps. Okay. And the other thing that I encouraged uh, players to do is to send, you know, little one-liner sentences that they can uh, that they would like to be posted onto the map, and I would edit it in to that layer. So, so you know, he's, he's decided. Um, this is turn four, move two, and he's asked me in move two, on this turn, I want you to make, come on, hold on, hold on, exclamation mark, you know, and um, at the same time I've got Sand Goose up here going, for Aslan, <laughs> you know, Sand Goose. Are you guys, are you guys drinking at the time? Oh, well, yeah. It's all a bit of fun. Right? Oh yeah, of course. So everyone's got um, 16 points, and it gets deducted as um, the game goes on. As How many people shot. shot or fly through clouds? See here, there's a little minus one of this dude flying through a cloud. Yep. And that gets deducted. Can you get shot when you're in a cloud? You can't shoot into a cloud. You can't shoot through a cloud. Can you shoot from a cloud? You no. can shoot from a cloud. Okay. If you're in a cloud, you can shoot from it, but you can't get hit in it. But you do do damage if you're in it. Um, the other one is um, the direction the clouds move is determined randomly by me, the the, by the game master. Yep. You roll a dice if it's a one, two, three, four, five, six, and depending on what number it rolls, is what direction the clouds go in. Do they change shape? Uh, the GM randomly chooses a series of clouds oh, okay. at the start of the game, and they just stay the same. Gotcha. Um, but then you get, you know, and they're flying around. Blah, 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 blah. Everyone's sort of entering stuff. Um, but the thing is it's really oh hang on there's a bit of writing here um, so the thing to remember is that they're all communicating with each other and they're making alliances just like in Bors yeah uh, in, uh, in, in a normal in a normal diplomacy game um, I can't I can't shake him this guy's saying you know and so uh, this guy Rock, Rock Stone is, 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 is you know, he's coming into a position where he's, he's, he's starting to tail Raro, yeah. uh, you know, from behind. And Raro, no matter what he does, you know, Rockstone's on his tail and he's shooting the gun, you know. You can really put yourself into World One fighter pilots, right? So when we had this up and running, um, you can... So the idea was to um, put on a persona, you know, okay? So Guros uh, picked a World War One fighter pilot, famous Italian... Um, Francisco Brusco, right? So famous, I've never heard of him. Um, yeah, oh, he was pretty famous. Oh, was he? Okay, um, well, there we go. The only one I know if it's like Sand, Sand Goose um, chose the Red Ranger. Um, Rockstone is the Blue Knight, and Raro became Bell 2, right? Yep. And so they, they adopt this persona, and it's a lot of fun. Um, so if, if you get hit by bullets, you can actually land back on your, your airstrip. airstrip and actually start regaining hit points. Can you be shot on your airstrip? You can be shot on your airstrip. You're sitting on the ground, you're in the open. Okay. 
same amount of damage or any more damage because you're on the ground? Exactly the same, depending on the distance. And so you can actually see as it plays through... Oh, oh someone got blown someone up. Someone got blown up here. Um, so what happens when you're blown up? You're eliminated. Eliminated. That's it. That's all it. Over. All your hit points are gone. Okay. Boom. Yeah. Um, this was one of the earlier ones that we played. Um, in later versions, I would actually put a little... Um, a, a crashed aeroplane <laughs> uh, on the ground. So that, a smouldering aeroplane so that, you know, even though the person was eliminated, they could still... You know, send little radio waves out saying, I can still see you or whatever. Hell, you know, hell. Something like that, a lot of fun with it. Yeah. Um, it's one of the really cool things. <laughs> I love it when they blow up. <laughs> so I'll put, it on, I'll put it on YouTube so guys can, um, you know, you can watch it and you can actually pause it and see what um, people are saying or, you know, actually stop it. At, 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 at points in time. So what happens when you get close to the edge of the, the hexagon? You just have to turn. You can't go from. You can't go across, obviously. Yeah. Well, if you fly off the board, you die. Bang! You explode. Automatically. Yeah. Um, no moves received. You just move forward three steps. Yep. Um, whether that's into a hail of bullets or if it's into an, a cloud, um, whatever damage happens, it happens to you. So. Let me just rewind this a little bit. There was one time I saw something here which looked like multiple... Someone's firing multiple times. Yeah, okay. So what happens is that in a given turn, you can fire three rounds. There we are. So this one here, this is at the 13-second mark. Whoever that one is, is that um, Rara? The green? Yep, the bell too. So he seemed to be firing left and right. How does that work? Okay, so any given turn you can fire three rounds so in move one let's move one is it yep move one he said i want in move one to fire to my left and to my right he's got one more round to fire okay so he might choose to fire it in move three yep. some players uh, and you might um, notice actually shoot all in one shot yep There's one coming up any second now. 27 seconds. He's fired all his three rounds on one move. Wow. Yeah. He was obviously expecting an aeroplane to be in front of him. Yep. But yeah, not there. Not there. Okay. Yeah. So this is the type of game that can't be physically decoded, I'd imagine. Actually, when I started introducing this, Ollie sent me a PM and said, Ooh, this is something that could be coded into PHP. Really? Yeah, and then he got really busy and nothing happened. But but how do you deal with the fact that I mean the automatic the game engine's obviously built for spring, autumn, winter build. Oh yeah, no, no. You actually have to sort of you know go back you to the basics to in some ways. Strip you know, all that back. Really strip you? it right back. But honestly, the the adjudicator engine. The adjudicator right. engine in and of itself would probably be able to do movements. Okay. It could, um, it could overlay, um, you know, these these firing distances, and it could probably tell you who got hurt where. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a program that's actually like an exe file that runs it. If, if, okay. if you want to search it up, it's, yep, it's an old, 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 old thing. It's old DOS stuff, but it's out there, and it's a really cool game to play if you get a chance. 
to play it. Yeah. Um, and, and the reason I say to get a chance, because it actually takes a significant amount of effort for the game master to um, put to make it look flawless like it is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, there's a lot that goes into it. Yeah. So what when, if you were the game master for this, you kind of what, posted somewhere up on somewhere on the internet and sent out the link so people can visually see what's going on? And... Yeah, so when we had the wiki, I'd post each turn up on the wiki yep. and a little gif of each turn so they could see it bang, bang, bang. Okay. Um, but the wiki's not up at the moment and I'm thinking, um, I've still got these files It'd be cool to sort of run it maybe um, next next year as a, as, a, as a trial, see how people are doing it again, if people are still interested in doing it. Um, I know they had a lot of fun. It's all all the diplomacy happens um, in game. Yep. On, on a diplomacy board. Yep. Yep. So there you have it. Wow. Yeah. It's interesting. Is that, there's aspects of it that intrigue me, and and I must admit. Now you've actually explained it, and I've had a chance to look at how it works on on the video. It's not as scary and like what the fuck is this type of that it was when you first told me about this right. and showed me the map, yeah. and I went, "That looks just like crazy." Looks crazy. Um, so crazy in a, in a not a positive way. That actually does look like be a fine, interesting challenge if you want something different than just normal run-of-the-mill yeah. dip but using diplomacy diplomacy yeah, yeah, the, the rules are everything happening at the same time you enter your orders in at the same time to yeah. the to the gm like in diplomacy and um you're playing with other people all doing the same thing and you, you have to talk to each other if you want to organize some sort of uh, now that's the other thing you know aces after you know like, so over a period of time you yeah. might have won several games each game gives you a certain amount of points and if you earn a certain amount of points, then you get ace status, which means it gives you access to a special manoeuvre. Essentially, you flip over. It's called an Immelmann turn. You flip over and you face backwards yep. like this, which it makes you um, quite destructive. It also gives you extra you know, attack points, you know, do extra damage. So where did this come from? Well, this started off at... Um, well, I first came across it at Diplomacy 2000. Okay. You know, yep. I was telling you, yep, you know, yep. way back when, this is where I first started playing it on the uh, internet um, and they used to run it alongside so um, back with email uh, diplomacy you would um, sign up for a game of diplomacy and there will be you know, for a specific GM yep. it's going to say yep okay I'm ready to GM a game who's interested and there'll be you know five six seven people and when seven people sign up then you know a game starts and it's played by email to GM by human so before judges yep at the same time, there would also be people saying, okay, Sockwith is up. I'm the GM. Sign in. And so when six people join up, bam, a, a Sockwith game would go on. Played so by email. Let's, let's assume some of our listeners listen to this and go, and they look at the video, and they go, that's interesting. I'm interested in giving that a go. What do they do? Okay, um, there will be a couple of links I can give you to the rules specific. Yep. Um, and I would suggest probably the best start would be to either PM me and, and ask for a game to start up. And then you'll reply back saying, how about we just wait until this boss thing's over? Yeah, potentially. <laughs> um, no, no, I'd like... 
I can drop back on my extra games. I don't mind because this is a lot of fun to GM this game. It is a lot of fun. Yep. Um, PME to start off with. Um, if you're interested in running your own um, game, then um, I can um, give you the uh, how-to guide. There's a how-to guide to how to you know just put stuff together. Yeah. That's very interesting. I'm intrigued. I don't know if I, I don't know if I'm intrigued enough to play. If I probably had less stuff on, mm. and I wasn't committed in so many bloody tournaments and things are pretty busy at the moment. Um, but it's a cool idea to have out there and have it, it, it's diplomacy, but it's diplomacy in a different medium. And and by that I mean diplomacy for me is the communication and the fact that everything happens at once. You yeah, can't yeah. predict. There's no turn taking. No, that's right. Yeah. You can kind of plan for something to happen and it can just go totally wrong because you've been lied to, you've misinterpreted things. Yeah. Actually, the one thing about this which is advantageous, I think, is having only six players should assist with getting a game up. There should be, you know, okay, it'd be a different story if you need 14 players or 10 oh, players. Yes, yeah. Six players is achievable. I mean, the fact that you mentioned before that you know there have been four other games already that have been played. Um, yeah. It's out there. Um, you know, I, look, guys, I know a lot of people out there are okay doing a map. If you can do, manage a map for, for V diplomacy, if you can manage making a map, you can GM a game. It's just a matter of having the right files ready to go to make it easier to run. Yep. There's a lot of setup, but if that setup's given to you, then it's, uh, it's, it's a doable thing. Very cool. Anyway, so, I think we're, um, well, well we're running over time, aren't we? It's, uh, Probably. Yeah. So we might wind things up. Yeah. Thanks for joining us again. Remember to, if you haven't yet already, go to iTunes, leave us a rating and review. And, and don't forget, um, PM us. Tell us we're doing an awesome job, or oh, you know, yeah. or, or, or always or, makes us feel warm inside. We've got a couple of good PMs lately. I'll share them with you. Even hate mail to me, you know. I'm, I'm okay with it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, guys, I haven't had any hate mail. No, no, no most have been pretty positive. I think, I think, I think yeah. the only one negative comment we had one person say it's a bit loud because we're being in the pub. And yeah, then, that's and right. they got drowned out by everyone else saying, "No, no, I love being in the pub." <laughs> Mind you, it's, it's a lot quieter here, so I have to say it's a nice, it's a nice place. This one. Oh well, we might stop and just hang around for a bit longer. Anyway, right. thanks for joining us, and I uh, hope you enjoyed the podcast. Hey, yeah. and we'll talk to you next time. See you. I'm Kana. Oh, I'm Ambie. Catch have you around. A good one. Bye.